Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much, no matter where you are in this world, for joining us for another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapists. Um, so today we're going to be kind of like building up a little bit on what we talked about last week, okay? But before we do so, just a few things that I wanted to mention is that uh, we'll be talking about the K9 PT Academy Marketing Blueprint Program, and we had week one call last week, and it was amazing. Uh, thank you all for those of, those, those of you who have joined us. Really, really appreciate the opportunity to work with you all. This week, we are actually taking a little break because I'm going to be out of town for most of the week. Uh, and because of that, if any of you guys have been on the fence and you want to join, you're still going to have time this week to get ca- caught up with the content. So just wanted to mention that, okay? But that's what's been going on. I've been packing to go down to this business trip down to Orlando. And I go there every like three months, basically. I work with my business coach he, who lives over there. And it's always a great time to go because it, it allows me to take a little break, self-reflect. I spend a good chunk of time, about like five, six, six hours preparing for it, putting together uh, like some, some prep into it so I can get the most from it. It allows me to reflect back over the last few months and what has gone uh, right, what has gone wrong, what were the challenges and trying to figure it out then what do I want to accomplish in the next three months. And I feel that that's so, so important for every single one of, of us, no matter like in what stage you are with your business, if you are just getting your ducks in a row, if you're getting started, if you got started, if you have staff if you don't have staff it's just so important every three to four months to just like stop reflect go through this thought process and figure it out what do you want for the next three to four months and then if you do that consistently a few times a year i guarantee to you that you're going to be able to accomplish so much more you're going to be able to accomplish so much more because it's going to allow you to really prioritize things. It's going to allow you to focus your energy on the things that you need to be focused on right now rather than just get distracted and get a little bit all over the place. So that's what I wanted to start by kind of like sharing, you know, a little bit as well. And then um, for those of you who are going to be in just a few weeks, are going to be at the Star Conference in New Jersey Give me a heads up. Let me know. We are going to be there with the K9 PT Academy. Going to be there, you know, uh, with a booth at the exhibitor hall. And I would love to talk with you. I would love to be able to meet some of you in person, of some of you who I have met in person, just kind of like uh, get caught up with life, see what's going on. And we're going to have plenty of time. It's going to be three full days, right? It's going to be a lot going on. But hopefully, we should have time to get caught up to. Just let me know. Just give me a heads up, and we can kind of like plan accordingly. All right. But let's talk about today's episode. And last week, we talked about living for today. That was the main theme. And I got some very good feedback. Got some very good feedback from folks as how that call was just very helpful to them. So it led me to think a little bit more about that. And today, it kind of like builds up on it a little bit. And today, we talk about living a life free of guilt. And that came from something I was reading about more recently, which I was trying to understand a little bit more about courage and what holds people back, basically. And then I came across the following, which is the fact that the opposite of courage is not cowardice, but conformity. 
that the opposite of courage is not cowardice, but conformity. And we often tend to conform to things because of something that, like, it just keeps coming back, back, back again, which is fear, right? I feel like almost every week the subject of fear comes. But then fear just leads us to conform to things. And it's the fear of what others are going to think, the fears of being disliked, the fear of upsetting others, the fear of generally, like, yeah, how other people are going to think about us. And then what does that do to us in return? It leads towards a life that stops us from thinking for our own, from making our own choices and decisions, and ultimately from living the life that we desire to live because we feel this need to fit into a very specific type of mode. Okay, and we see that in the field of canine rehab too, right? Of course, you see this idea that we need to fit into a certain mode on what we do, a certain mode on how to approach things, and a certain mode on potentially even how we structure the business, on how much we charge, on how we do our marketing. And then we tend to not question those things out of fear. So what can we do to not have to conform to those things? Just basically be okay breaking a few rules. Okay, and of course, when I say breaking a few rules, I'm not saying, you know, breaking the law or anything like that, or of course, not following, uh, you know, uh, uh, specific clinical protocols or something like that, that of course, we need to be, <laughs> we need to follow those things, we need to uh, be legal with what we do and everything that goes around with that. That's not what I'm talking about with breaking a few rules. What I'm talking about is realizing that society tends to set some invisible rules that we think we need to follow and conform. But then those rules can put us in a box, not allowing to, to, to achieve our full potential. And it can be a rule about life, or it can be a rule about business and, 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 and how to handle ourselves professionally too. Right? So rules about lives. It can be, you know, uh, when we need, we need to marry, when do we need to buy a house, when we need to start a family, when we need to buy a new car, when we need to do this, when we need to do that. Right? We have all maybe experienced that. We all have like seen those things. Right? From the professional side, it can be certain rules that, oh, we shouldn't start our own business until you have gained experience as a canine rehab therapist. Or you shouldn't go out on your own uh, uh, right after you get certified. Or you shouldn't, uh, um, you shouldn't charge more than the well-established clinic down the street from you is charging. Or you need to have a certain type of clinic or a certain type of equipment to run a successful canine rehab clinic. You see what I mean? Right? Even going a little bit deeper than that, rules about when we as business owners can or cannot take a break and go on vacation and take some time for ourselves. Rules about, like I said, how much we can and cannot charge. Often told by folks, by colleagues in, this, in, in our field that, to be quite honestly, are usually undercharging and instead of working towards their own mindset so they can elevate themselves and understand why they should raise their prices, they try to conform the rule and bring other people down with them and tell, oh, you cannot charge this much. You cannot charge more than $100 per session. You cannot charge more than $150 per session. That's not true. That's not true. Myself and plenty of our students are charging 
more than $200 per session here in the United States. And yes, I do understand for our international listeners that's different. But still, look at even where you're at. And do you have to conform the rule of charging, I don't know, 60 pounds a session or 70 Canadian dollars a session? Right? Whatever it is that you're at. Where is that rule coming from? Right? We've got to start questioning those things and understand that there is no autonomy in rule, in rule following. Following rules is great, it's only great for those who love being told what to do or for those who are too scared to deal with the unknown and then challenges that, that can, came, can come from not conforming to those rules. So when we really look into it, there's just one main room main rule. I'm sorry, I keep stumbling my words today. But when you look at it, there's only one main rule that we have to follow. That is to always question everything. Always question everything. Keep in mind that you weren't the one who created any of those rules. And therefore, it should be safe to assume that whoever did so did not share the same outlook in life, the same core values, the same aspirations, the same vision that you do share for you want for what you want for your own life. Understand that no one lives your life but you. And therefore, no one can make decisions for your life but you. And yes, sometimes that does include close ones. That includes parents, partners, family members, close friends. No one lives your life but you. It is your life to live, but you can only do so by taking control over it. Okay? So then we got to take a step back and understand, okay, why are these rules in place to start with? Right? These rules are in place to make life easier. And because of that, a lot of people would rather follow rules rather than taking the more challenging pathway in life. Why? Because of the fear. The fear of the uncomfortable and the fear of the unknown. And if you really, really think about it, it actually takes a lot of energy, a lot of time, and a lot of effort for us to think on our own. For us to think outside the box. And because of that, a lot of people simply would rather conform to those rules rather than taking that time, that energy, and that effort into something else. That's also why it gets hard to not conform and to go against the rule. Because if we do so, we can be felt to feel guilty about doing something different. Guilty about not conforming and making our own decision. Guilty about the fact that we're not doing what everyone else is doing. But the problem with feeling guilty is that it gets in the way of us actually feeling good, of us actually feeling pos- positive, of us feeling like we have purpose. And then guilt gets in the way of most people's lives because of that. No matter, we, of course, we, we, we talk more about canine rehab, but of course, hopefully we understand that this is going way beyond about that over here. No matter what people do, people often feel guilty about something. Right? So let's take ourselves, business owners, canine rehabpreneurs. 
we feel guilty about being at work or we feel guilty about not working hard enough. We feel guilty about spending money or something or guilty about not doing so. Sometimes we even feel guilty about not feeling guilty. <laughs> we feel guilty about not feeling guilty. And the best one of, the, of, of all of those, we feel guilt about feeling happy. Like, have you realized that in today's society, that sometimes we're made to feel guilty about the fact that we're happy and successful? Like, how many times have you felt the need to actually hide your accomplishments or your success as to not make other people feel bad about themselves? Why do we have to do so? It's because of the feeling of feeling guilt. So what do we do about it? What do we do about guilt? First, got to understand that just like we need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable, we also need to get comfortable with guilt. And ideally, we make both of them irrelevant to the decisions that we make in life. We need to realize that we're never going to please everyone and to hide ourselves just so we can make others feel better about their own lives should not be something to really strive towards. Second, we got to be okay exercising our rights to feel exactly how we would like to feel and simply choose to opt out of feeling guilt about our own decisions. Understand that no one has the rights to judge you, so don't let them. No one has the rights to judge you for your decisions, so do not let them. Understand that guilty is the worst form of self-torture. It's one of the worst things that we can do in terms of that voice in the back of our head, in terms of that imposter syndrome. So choose instead to not be a part of it. choose instead to not be a part of it to wrap it up that's why one of my main mantras that I've learned over the last year that I have shared before is for us to strive to live a life without guilt a life free of expectations and a life not held back by fear and if you can do so if you can accomplish those three things then I promise you that your business and your life are going to thank you for it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. 
Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.